Joining us now, it is a great pleasure to welcome a woman that I kind of discovered, uh, as uh, everybody else has uh, in the last uh, few months. She's done a, a great thing on Facebook uh, called Song of the Day, since, uh, well, we're all going through this COVID thing. We won't get into the details of that, but she's a very talented singer and impressionist, and she's based over in the UK, and uh, I wanted to have her on to talk, because uh, we played a lot of the songs that uh, she sings uh, on her Song of the Day, and uh, not only as herself, but as uh, many other great artists, uh, the Judy Garland impression. Shirley Bassey, Doris Day, Julie Andrews, just to name a couple. And uh, Debbie Wildman joined us today. And uh, Debbie, real pleasure to talk to you. I've been uh, following you since I discovered you on Facebook, I guess, as most of us have. So uh, thanks for being with us today. Oh, thank you, Doug. Thank you for asking me. It's lovely. Cheers. I saw a, a printed interview I think you did with, uh, I think it was the Broadway website. Uh, Broadway World, yes. Yeah. And I was wondering uh-huh. if anybody had contacted you to, to do an interview since you started these. So you've had a couple others other than uh, myself. Uh, Broadway World, uh, Chris Atore asked me to be on his um, internet show, um, and Jim Caruso on Pajama Cast Party. That's right. I did see that one right on, on YouTube uh, <laughs> that came up. That's great. Well, yeah. first of all, let's just start a little bit. Uh, you started the song of the day. Uh, this is uh, up, I guess, as we do this today on Saturday, June the 27th. This is day 99, right? It is. Wow. Well done. Yes. It's <laughs> going to be day 99 today. To learn 99 wow. songs is an accomplishment in itself. <laughs> yeah when i started i didn't really think forward about how many i'd do or or anything really so yeah i don't think i really expected to be still doing it now but it's cool i don't think anybody expected this to last this long but uh, thankfully you're you're one of the people on the internet a lot of uh, i've seen musical artists doing uh what you're doing at least live performances or recorded songs so uh what was the first time you said well i'm going to do something on on the internet uh, well, it was just lockdown had sort of begun. I think it had just begun here in the UK. And they were just saying about people having to isolate. And I thought, oh, dear, what about some of those poor people who live by themselves who are having to just be in? And I thought, oh, it might be nice to sing a song on Facebook for my 650 friends or something <laughs> that I had at the time. And just thought, oh, that might be nice. I'll sing a song every day. And then... It, it sort of got a lot more <laughs> views and <laughs> popular than I ever expected it would, really. I think the first one you did, at least the first one I saw, you did a Johnny Mathis song. Was, wasn't that the first one yeah, you did? That's it. Yeah, Yeah, that was the first one, Misty. Misty, yeah. right, right. And, uh, and, and you started doing them just on your phone, right? Still am, yeah. That's oh, still the phone? My phone, yeah. And, and yeah, the- I got slightly more um, good. Oh, terrible grammar. But I got slightly more flash by having a um, a holder to hold. Right. I remember one day you said somebody gave you a holder. Right. <laughs> the sort of Blair Witch Project style. That's right. <laughs> well, just to give a little background of you, and just reading your, your, your Facebook page, I mean, you went to school uh, to learn performing arts, right? Or you did that in school at one point, right? I did university, yes. Um yeah, so I went to Salford University, which is in Manchester in the north of England, and I did a performing arts degree. Um, and I did try and sort of be a singer-actress as my job when I was younger, mm-hmm. and um, I made a good sort of stab at it until I was about 25. And then I just wasn't making enough money to survive, really. I had to pay my bills and all of that, and right. I just wasn't getting enough work. And I... You know, I don't come from, like, a rich family or anything, so I had to uh, get a job. <laughs> and, uh, As we all have at times, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I had to work. And um, so then I just sort of, you know, real life took over, I suppose, and I gave it up, really. I still sing, you know, I'd sing for fun and, like, maybe do a couple of weddings or right. whatever. But I hadn't done anything professionally for, like, 11 years something like that i found um, some videos on youtube you, you did some uh you, you did a lot of rock and roll singing early on right is that right yeah i've done a mixture i mean but before that i was in a jazz band because uh, i sang with a, a jazz band that i used to sing at quaglino's restaurant every weekend every friday and saturday when i was 17 with a jazz band and then i found out later that's where judy garland had her Fifth wedding reception. All oh, right, because yeah, she got married Final in London. The right. big jeans. She had the reception at Coglino's. Now tonight, surrounded by men, 
after I'd sung there every week weekend for a year and I was like oh hey so that was but I was already into all that stuff anyway my nana introduced me to like Judy Garland and Marilyn and Frank Sinatra I mean my dad likes Frank Sinatra as well but it was my nana that sort of got me into those artists really so when this jazz band um I worked in a record shop when I was a teenager on the weekends and uh this guy said oh our singer's not going to be there, and we've got a gig at Coglino's. You can sing, can't you? And I was like, yeah. Went, oh, do you know Frank Sinatra stuff? I was like, yeah. Do you know <laughs> Julie London? Yeah. Julie London? Yeah. So I just did it, and then they uh, got rid of their singer. Oh, really? <laughs> and, uh, I was until I went to university. And then I did some more rock and roll type stuff. Um, your yeah, dad, your dad is a, a rock like singer, right? Your dad a rock singer, from what I've seen on your videos? Yeah. He's, he has his own band. He's in a psychedelic rock band called the Bevis Frond, mm-hmm. and that's his job. That's what my dad does. Right. And uh, the singer, songwriter, and, and guitarist of the band. Oh, great! I was going to ask you because uh, you know, young person, I myself uh, kind of got into this music uh, growing up in New York. Uh, a radio station played like Sinatra and those kind of singers, and my parents were older parents when they had us, so they had the records. So that's how I got into it. I was going to ask you how did you get into this type of music, but I guess you sort of answered that a little bit. Right? Did you have? Did you hear it on the radio over there in the UK? Oh yeah, sometimes I had a lot of music just open to me. You know, like all of my dad's records or whatever. He's always said, you know, whatever you want to listen to, just listen, so long as you're careful with the vinyl. Yeah, right. (laughs) I could listen to whatever I wanted. And he had some Sinatra, and he loves buying lots of vinyl, and I've always had a record player, so we'd go off together and go to record fairs or whatever, and I got really into that type of music. So I'd, I mean, you could have in the pound, you know, I guess one dollar bins or like one sure, pound bins. Right. That's where you like, found them, right? I'll have that Maxine Cole. Ooh, I'll have that Peggy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a big collection just because I've just really loved the style, the vocal quality. Um, yeah, I think they're great. I've had a chance to talk to uh, the sons and daughters of some of them. Frank Sinatra Jr. I had a chance to talk to. And wow. Dina, Dean Martin's daughter, Dina's a good friend. So it's kind of fun to hear the stories about these great artists, you know, what, what they did. Oh, yeah. 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 
I think they, they're brilliant. You know, they've got such charisma as well as um, the talent as well. Well, let's talk a little bit about the, the, the one impression that, that you've done several of, and I, I think that's gotten enormous response, is the one for Judy Garland. Uh, now, obviously, yeah. you're, you're younger than I am, and, and she was done before my time, but I just remember seeing her on TV, uh, obviously Wizard of Oz, and then some of the variety shows that you can watch on YouTube. But how did you get interested in Judy Garland? Well, that was my grandmother, my dad's mum. Um, she first showed me, we used, I used to go around to her house a lot. We were very close. Um, I was an only grandchild mm-hmm. and, um, we'd have like film days cause she loved all that stuff. And we'd put a video in, she'd go, this is a good one. Oh, sure. And put a video in and, um, Easter parade got me. All I right. Was about, yeah. I don't know, seven or eight. And it was, that was the first one I really saw. I didn't see Wizard of Oz until I was a bit older, but yeah. it was Easter parade. And I was just like. This is brilliant. <laughs> and I knew I knew Fred anyway because she loved Fred Astaire, so I'd already watched all the Fred and Ginger ones. But when I saw Easter Parade, I was like, "Oh, now this is another level." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Judy, I adored in it, and I sort of I can't tell my left from my right, and in that film, she can't either. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I just she was brilliant. She was fun and sort of had that comedy element to her as well as being a fantastic singer and dancer it wasn't just the glamour she was like funny as well which I really liked and um yeah so we we watched a lot of those films together she showed me I could go on singing as well for the first time I saw that movie when I was a kid and and I didn't know a lot about her background but that movie has a lot of her real life in it apparently yeah, I think her and Dirk um, improvised quite a lot of the dialogue because oh. they didn't think much to the original script and right. they sort of improved it together. Yeah, kind of like, you know, a singer that's going through a lot of personal problems, and obviously Judy had those even at that time, and I guess 61, 62, whatever that movie came out. So uh, you've done a, a couple of songs from that movie on your video tributes, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I've done By Myself and I Could Go On Singing, which I was – lucky enough to have Billy Stritch record me a backing track for, because I, I didn't have enough backing tracks. I sort of ran out of them. Right. I uh, put a plea on Facebook, oh, anyone uh, could maybe record me a backing track? <laughs> I saw that, yeah. <laughs> and um, I wasn't expecting Billy Stritch to say, I'll do I Could Go and Singing for you. I was like, okay, yes, please. Now, you, you did not know Billy before? No. Oh, okay. No, I met him through... Facebook just from doing these videos and I we'd been working on a project together which came out the the song um that we did called Since You Left New York I want to ask but you about that, that. yeah friends. great great song of, um, it's lovely isn't it him yeah. and Sandy Knox wrote that but he and Sandy had only seen me through these videos I've been doing okay because he of course worked nice. with uh, he worked with Liza Minnelli for years Billy Stretch he was her accompanist yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. and Jim Caruso. Um, I realised I'd actually seen Jim Caruso in concert when I saw Liza in Manchester years ago. Oh, you saw her concert? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. I've seen Liza twice. Like. Yeah. yeah, great, great talent. And uh, well, Now, the Judy Garland impression, this is what struck me, uh, again, as a younger person yourself, and even before my time, I used to remember seeing uh, the variety shows that she did or the clips that she was on Jack Parr, and she was kind of a little yeah. bit, seemed a little tipsy, and you got that voice down. Is that where you got picked up the talking voice of Judy? It's from a number of things. <laughs> you know, it's not just there, but all over. I try to uh, mix in a little bit of, uh, you know, things that she said actually into what I'm... You know, she never spoke to me again. I never will 
With love, I'm not. I'm not. It's not a criticism. You do it with love, but it's kind of the Judy Garland on the talk shows where she was kind of very entertaining, but maybe a little bit off. <laughs> different ones on the Jack Parr one from '62. I think she's really on it. She's yeah. really sharp. But there's some others. I don't know. She's always great. She's always oh, she was, great. Yeah, it was great, entertaining. But even Jack yeah. Parr said, you know, she had a few a couple of times before she came on stage. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just amazed that you got the talking voice down, and I've never heard any other impression of Judy that got the talking like that. The singing, obviously, as well. Yeah, so that's great. Thank you. Now, the singing like voice, obviously, I've never heard anybody else capture that kind of vibrato that you have. Is that difficult to do? Oh, I sound like, a, I don't want to sound like a big head, but not really. Yeah. No. I, I Luckily... Uh, I'm able to do it without much um, uh, effort. I just wonder if it was a strain on your voice. I just wonder if it was a strain on your voice because the way she sang, nobody else ever sang like that. No, no, it's not a strain at all. No. And other singers, like, uh, I guess I did a Janice song. (laughs) Janice Joplin. I love Janice Joplin. That that was a bit of a strain on the old vocal cords. Right. And uh, some... Some of the Shirley Bassies and stuff, or Barbara Streisand, when I did Don't Rain On My Braid, right. she's naturally got a slightly higher voice than me. So that was a bit, I think I, because I did a few versions of that. I do record them live, but I maybe do, it depends how it goes, but I'll maybe record it two or three times and choose my favourite one or mm-hmm. something like that. And I did about three of Barbara because I included props, and that always tends to mess things. All right, up. sure. When you've got a prop, you're like, oh no, my hat fell off, or oh, I picked up the boat instead of the train, or whatever. And um, I ended up singing that one about three or four times, and it's a big thing, and she's slightly higher than me, like I said. So I pulled something in my neck. Oh no! Sounds <laughs> like, oh my, what have I done? But, um, for Judy, luckily, we've got a very similar range, I right. think, of you know, the high and low. So it's it's not a strain to do Judy for me. Now, you luckily. did, uh, again, I saw this on YouTube, you did uh, an audition tape that's up on YouTube. I guess that was for a show maybe 10, 12 years ago. 
Um, is that what yeah. that is? World rights. Yeah, that was an audition um, for a cruise. So you, you've done Judy before recently. I mean, you, you had done her before. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't get the flaming job. Oh, you didn't get it? <laughs> no. What's <laughs> wrong with them? <laughs> I thought maybe you got it. Oh, wow. Jeez. No, not a sniff. Wow. <laughs> no, I wrote, uh, basically, when I was at uni, um, I did a performing arts degree. And at the end of my degree, you could either do a thesis um, that was, I can't remember now, 20,000 word uh, essay, or you could put a show on. Right. Obviously, I chose to put a show sure. on. And you can do anything you want. So I thought, ah, oh, I'll write one about Judy Garland because I'd always wanted to sing those songs and I could do... I used to do a, do a Judy Garland impression like for my grandmother and stuff when I was little, like about 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, ooh, ooh, that'd be fun. So I wrote a little one-woman show about Judy for my degree. So that's how so that had come about. I, I thought maybe that was, you got the gig. I mean, what was wrong with them? I hope they went out of business. <laughs> and that was a younger version of the Judy you did. Uh, it's grown uh, It's grown to the older Judy, I mean, the older that, you know, later on Judy that you do now. 
yeah well I was sort of trying to do later on Judy then but I think I've actually got a bit better because I'm nearer her age I right, guess now right. my voice has matured a bit and and stuff like that I, I think without meaning to sound like a big head I think yeah. that I'm better doing it now than I was in my 20s Let's talk a little bit about it. We'll get to some of the other impressions. Uh, uh, how do you put this together? I think a lot of people out there are interested. You say, do you go through the song two or three times, or how do you decide on what song you're going to sing each night? It sort of depends on, on the song, really. Um, if it's one that I know well, that mm-hmm. I've you know sung around the house loads, or maybe you know, if you go to a karaoke bar, you go, oh, yeah, I could do that one or whatever. Right. If it's one I've done loads of times, I don't tend to practice it. Um, I'll maybe have it on in the day but it depends but there's some where people have suggested songs and said oh could you do this one this is a really good song and i've right. been like oh yeah that's good so then i've learned some for the evening it just depends on the song really right. sometimes i think oh i'll do that that day but usually i haven't got much of a clue and um at about three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> then, what should i do oh oh no what am i going to sing today but then there's been other times where it's somebody's birthday or something like that. Right. And I'm like, ah, I'll do one of their songs today. <laughs> you know, it's it's a mixture, really. Um, yeah, it depends on the song, how well I know it. And if I'm trying to sound like someone or if I'm just singing it as me, because if I'm trying to sound like somebody, then I will practice more right. in the day. But I don't get much chance to do that much because I have a two and a half year old. Your, your daughter has made an appearance a few times, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's looking after in the other room, but my husband's um, working from home at the moment. Right. So he's upstairs working and it's me with a two and a half year old from about 8.30 to about seven in the evening. Right. So I don't get much chance to do <laughs> much stuff. I'm either watching Miraculous Ladybug or, you know, painting stones sure. or whatever <laughs> <laughs> well and again for people that uh, haven't seen debbie she also does uh, you know you do the makeup you do the wig you do the costume you do a little production you had the little train with the barbara streisand i mean you make it a lot of fun and people have responded i, I see the comments on there you get hundreds of comments yeah it's lovely yeah really yeah. really nice yeah that's that's lovely to to see yeah and, and surprisingly very very few nasty ones <laughs> I can't imagine anybody would do nasty, but I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, and the amount of views you're getting on there, it, it's uh, it's amazing that how Facebook has helped. Uh, you know, I guess people share it. I guess that's how people get the views. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 I know you yeah. kind of started this for a fun thing, but yeah. do you have any ambitions to maybe put some shows together? I know you have a daughter to raise and all that, but maybe do some weekend gigs. Are you looking at that? I'd love to. Yeah, when when gigs start happening again, sure. I'd, I'd love to do some stuff. Yeah, totally. I love singing live. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, um, you know, with everything, but yeah. well, definitely we'll get I stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know you just from the uh, the comments people have said, uh, a lot of people have written and said, you know, you got to do a show, you got to do Judy Garland's Carnegie Hall concert. I mean, uh, you just have that alone you could do. <laughs> wow, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be great. Have you always been able to do voices? I mean, we mentioned you did Shirley Bassey, great Shirley Bassey impression. Doris Day is the one I saw first that you did. That was unbelievable. Absolutely. Nobody's ever done Doris Day before that I've seen. That was great. the way 
Did it just come naturally to you? You hear it once and you can kind of get it? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I've always been good at doing impressions. Like the the first time I ever sang in front of an audience, um, I was 11 or 10. 10. Um, It was like my last year of primary school. And we did like a sort of talent show. The school, um, you could put on a little thing for all the parents, you know. to do a show, I don't know if you've got it in the States, called Stars in Their Eyes. You know, Similar shows here, yeah. Right. public can sing as their favourite artist and right. sort of dress them up. We did a version of that at my primary school for fun. We thought, well, this would be a good good idea. And I decided I'd do share. Oh, okay. Because I, can, I, I could do quite a good share when I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> and Because um, my dad's a musician, he made me a, a backing track in his home studio. And, uh, yeah, I did a little tiny bit of the Shoop Shoop song when I was 10. Oh, right, right. um, Yeah, I sort of came out age 10 in this wig with some boots that I borrowed from my mum that were too big. And I think, you know, my dad tells it that lots of people in the audience were sort of going, ah. And then I went, does he allow me? People are like, what? So, um, yeah, I've always done voices and stuff bit of a class clown i used to do um edina from absolutely fabulous you know, okay i remember that sure and darling sweetie mama mama wants mama wants wine <laughs> that sort of thing but yeah yeah i've always done silly voices i suppose i, I interrupted you before i mentioned shirley bassey great shirley bassey can you do uh talk her talking for a second that's great <laughs> i can do hello british shirley you know she thought i'd talk about the side of my mouth and she's got this uh, very expressive face, you know? I can do it like that. Yeah. But um, it's the singing of Shirley, which is a lot of fun. But my mum is from Cardiff. Uh, she's like Welsh. Australia. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah my mum's Welsh. Yeah. And um, she's uh, my grandmother, my other grandmother, worked at a, the same department store as Shirley Bassey for a little while. Oh, really? In the yeah. late 40s or early 50s or something. Right. David. David Howells or something, I think it was, in Cardiff. <laughs> she's still going so, strong, right? I think she's still working, Shirley, isn't she? I think so, I think yes. she's still working, I think yeah. She, yeah, I saw her live with my uh, not-Welsh grandmother, um, I don't know, about 10 years ago. Yeah. We Wait. went in a stretch limo to Wembley to see Oh, really? Passing. That's pretty good. Uh, Other yes. <laughs> oh, voices, I, you did a wonderful uh, Julie. Nobody's ever done a Julie Andrews before that I've heard uh, from uh, a song, a pretty, pretty song from Sound of Music that nobody really t- sings much. That was a nice, uh, nice video you did with her, about her. Perhaps I had a wicked childhood. Perhaps I had a miserable youth 
But somewhere in my wicked, miserable past, there must have been a moment of truth. For here you are, standing there loving me, whether or not you should. So somewhere in my youth or childhood, I must have done something good. Nothing comes from nothing. Nothing ever could. So somewhere in my youth or childhood, I must have done something good. What? I knew from the moment I heard you blow that silly whistle. favorite one from the sound of music i'd never tried doing a julie andrews before oh you never did it before wow no i love that song and i used to sing it um around my university flat with my flatmate ross he'd be the captain and i'd be julie andrews (laughs) i've never done it in front of anyone before really i've never tried and i thought "Ooh, i'll have a go and uh, yeah, that was surprisingly. Um, you, you got the, you got yeah, it down. I mean, that, was, that was great. And, uh, and of course, uh, uh, Vera Lynn, who was a, a great British singer, passed away. 103. I didn't realize she was that age. Yeah. You did a nice tribute yeah. to her. Either two, actually, one about a month ago, and then one after she passed. Yeah, yeah. And I'd done um, another one of her songs, but not necessarily as her. Right. Um, before that as well. So I've done actually done three Vera Lynn songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was very good, and I like that she was. Um, if you heard her talk, she's still got a real London accent. She was right. like, "Oh yeah, well I went down to see the Queen." And she, you don't expect it when you see this sort of, you know, blonde right. singer. <laughs> yeah, well, in a war, I went out to Beijing or wherever she went. I don't know. But, yeah, I like that. But yeah, that was, of course, during World War II, those songs were very important, not only to uh, the U.K., obviously, but America as well. So they, they were really oh, yeah. important yeah. songs. Yeah. Yeah, very much. And that's, yeah, when she, she died a couple of weeks ago, that's that's when I, um, for the first time, for age, I actually got a bit emotional. I saw that, I yeah. It was, it was, I, yeah. <laughs> I felt like a bit of an idiot, but. No, no, that was great. You uh, you feel it, you feel it, don't you, you know? I was thinking about war and about her and uh, and then... No, anybody who served during World War II, I, my my dad was in World War II, so uh, now he that, that was important uh, important songs. Well, we mentioned before Billy Stretch, and you did a duet with him on uh, on the song uh, "Since You Left New York." Talk a little bit about about that, and uh, it's a wonderful song, kind of a jazzy blues song. But talk about uh, how you put that together. 
Well, basically, um, I, I forget which day it was, but um, near the beginning-ish of my songs, I had a comment from Sandy Knox uh, saying, oh, I, I love your voice. I'd love to hear you sing one of my songs. Mm. Um, there's probably some karaoke tracks of them. And I thought, oh, who's, who's this? And I looked her up and was like, oh, my God, I've got some of her stuff in my house. I didn't right. realise that she'd written all these songs, and particularly the song Does He Love You, which I have by Liza Minnelli and Donna Summer, okay. although it was a big country hit with Lindy Davis and um, Reba no. McIntyre. Oh, Reba, OK. Oh, Reba, right. <laughs> I don't feel that bit, Doug. Um, <laughs> Reba McIntyre and Linda Davis had the big hit with it, but I had uh, Liza Minnelli and Donna Summer doing it on the Liza album Gently, and I love that song and i was like oh my gosh sandy knox amazing so i messaged her back and sent her a picture of me holding gently the album right and uh, we started talking then and that was nice and then i thought oh that would be fun i listened to does he love you and thought do you know what there's no bit where they're sort of singing in unison i could try doing it so i did does he love you with half my face as the wife and half my face is the mistress. Right. And I tag Sandy and Billy Stritch in it. And then um, Sandy sent me a message saying, well, Billy and I have actually written a new song, or we have a song that we've never put out, and we'd like you to sing on it with oh. Billy. Would you be interested? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, please. I was like, wow. And they sent it to me to listen to. And it was beautiful. And I was like, oh, my word, you know, how lucky. And then they said, OK, what, what key would you sing it in? So um, I had to phone. I'm, I don't read music. Right. So I had to phone my dad up and go, right, Dad, can you get your guitar out? And over the phone, like, I'd sent him the demo. He'd listened to it. And he was playing bits on his guitar. And I was going, since you since you And he was like, right, <laughs> you want it in F. F. OK, great. And then I told Sandy, I want it in F. And then um, they recorded a backing track. Billy did the piano and then he sent it to Sandy and she got a fabulous uh, bass player and drummer to add to it in Nashville. Okay. And then they sent it over to me here in um, Essex, just uh, just above London. Right. And um, I recorded my vocals in my bedroom because they said sing into your wardrobe for like the dead sound. Oh, right, right. And I had to video myself doing it at the same time so that they could make a music video <laughs> so it's, it's me singing it live in the video like I just recorded it on my phone like I've done all of my things and then I sent that over to Sandy in Nashville and then the this uh, great producer mixed it um, and they they create then Billy did his vocals in New York and then they mixed it all together
hard to get around And that's how it'll be Till you come back to stay Great video. So you, you did not sing. You didn't sing with him at the time. You sang your part, and he sang his part. It was great. It sounds. It yeah. looks like you're just singing it together. It's a great job they did. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Well, he had my version, and then he recorded his one. Oh, that's my husband. Right. Listening to that. Hi, welcome. Hi. <laughs> America says hello to you. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up now because we've kept you longer than we said. But I, I was going to say. You, you did Barbara Streisand. You did Judy Garland. Have you? Uh, are you able to do the Happy Days Are Here Again duet? Have you ever seen that that Barbara and Judy uh, did? Yeah, of course, I've seen it. Can, can you do yeah, that? It's uh, probably required to record it twice, but that would be great if you could do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very technical. Um, maybe that's one for because after a hundred, I'm going to go down to doing three a week. I saw that. Yeah, which I don't blame you because you you got a life you got to live. <laughs> Even though we all enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, that gives me a bit more time to like practice and do stuff that's a bit more, uh, you know, um, that I haven't done before right. or a bit more elaborate, I suppose. Yeah. So, you know. I, I was it, thinking it, of that because I didn't know you did the Barbara until you did singing, my, uh, uh, you know, Ran in My Parade uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was great, by the way. So if you could do both of those together somehow, I guess you got to do one and then record the other one and sing with it. And then play them at the same time. Play them at the same time. time. Yeah. Just a thought. I guess, well, I'll try. I'll have a go. But uh, we've been talking with Debbie Wildman again, Song a Day on on Facebook and uh, YouTube as well. You got a YouTube channel. I, I know you started yeah. out recently, and uh, again, you yeah. get a great response. I imagine people all over U.S. are, are commenting, so that must make you feel good. 
oh, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah it's really nice. And there's been people phoning me um, and contacting me that I feel like are now my friends. Even right. though I've never, like, um, I mean, I know they're everyone's friends on right. Facebook, but there's people I genuinely Real friends. Like, yes. like. And it's like, oh, that's so nice. Yay. And yeah. people have chatting on the phone to some people and although we've never met in person it's like oh wow that's they're really nice what a great thing and you know i know the internet can get a lot of sticks sometimes and um you know people go oh trolls and all that but really i mean about 99 percent of what i've had from it personally it's been fantastic and it's such a nice thing you know to meet people like yourself doug it's really nice well, yeah, I think it's great. Talking to a lovely man in Sarasota yeah, well, today. Appreciate that. Like, yeah. It's crazy <laughs> for me in a really nice way, you know? Well, I think that, what, like, what you're doing is you're helping people that are... And he's in New York, and he went out with Lorna Luff when she was a teenager, and he said, well, I met Judy a few times, and I was chatting to Larry Russell. He's lovely. And right. Ty Jeffrey, I only met through um, Facebook, and he's a lovely guy that we've really got on, and he's written some songs that I've performed and it's all from this. It's just really nice. <laughs> yeah. And what you're doing is obviously people are stuck at home. They, they're looking forward to this about seven o'clock every night Eastern to, to see you. So uh, you're doing a great service, Debbie. And we, we appreciate it. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Doug. Tell me not to live, just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a bowl of butter. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. Don't tell me not to fly, I've simply got two. If someone takes a spill, it's me and not you. Who told you you're allowed to rain on my parade? I match my The freckle on the nose of life's complexion A cinder or a shiny apple of its eye I gotta try once, I gotta fly once Only can die once, right sir? Ooh, life is juicy, juicy and you see I gotta have my bite, sir Get ready for me, love, cause I'm a comer I've simply gotta march my heart's a drummer Don't bring around a clown The more you love a man, the more 
use that? John Tom did what? He's no cat. He's a dog.